Welcome to Breadcrumbs. This is the prophetic journal of a girl who's more than happy to eat the crumbs off the master's table. If you're like me, then listen and be encouraged that even in the whispers and mere shadows, our God still speaks, and he has a lot to say. Well, the theme of the hour certainly seems to be deception. This morning I woke up to another quirky picture and word. It had to do with squid. I saw a picture of a squid and there were hands trying to grab it. And then I heard squid engagement. And then I heard the word ink and saw a jet of ink spray out from behind the squid. And truly going on my very first impressions, what I got from it is don't grab the squid. It felt like a warning. It felt like a thing not to do. Here are some things I read about squid. They have a unique ability to squirt ink when harangued, creating a smoke screen before jetting off to safety. The word smoke screen stood out to me. I read that Aristotle once described squid as employing its dark liquid for the sake of concealment. When I asked a friend of mine, he said that the squid have, at least in modern history, been used as a sinister totem or symbol for madness, for the dark unknown, for delusion, the occult, for forbidden truth. It made me think of different ways that these creatures have been used in film, and I thought of the kraken, and the kraken was a mythical giant squid, and it's used symbolically to represent desire and fantasy you see what you want to see, rather than what is truly there. And so the squid, I believe, is representative of the sum total of deception itself. Deception that's being propagated by the enemy and his followers. The slippery, darting, camouflaging, murky truths that were being taught in textbooks, news stories, science journals, from many pulpits. The squid is a warning that the best the enemy offers is a mirage. He is going to show us what we want to see instead of what is really there. In other words, do not engage with the squid or you will be inked. To interact with the squid is to simply have your sight obscured. What does it mean to engage with the squid? That was my next question. And here's what I think. A lot of us who have been getting a sense of all the different lies that have been propagated, it makes it really tempting to try and do our research and to get hold of all the shades and the nuances of the deception. Four years ago, when I came into my very sudden, seemingly, and abrupt awareness of the Holy Spirit and an awareness of my prophetic gift, it took me into deep dive mode. So I went deep into who the Holy Spirit was, who he revealed himself to be in the Bible, how he works in the world, what it means to be a prophet. I, I really ran with it. I went hard. But at the same time, I was now confronted with the other spiritual reality, that of the enemy. And so I also started to look into Freemasonry and satanic ritual abuse and all the things. And it was real dark. I think I needed to. There were certain things I really needed to learn. But after a brief whirlwind tour of these things, a word came through from a dear friend of mine. This is what she said. She said that the Lord had given her a word for me. He said, tell Joe enough with the gory and more with the glory. 
which made me laugh because I think it's the first time I realized that God likes to rhyme and that he's pretty funny. So I got the message loud and clear and I stopped trying to grab hold of the squid because I believe what happens if you try to engage with the squid, you may be trying to learn the inner workings of the enemy with good intentions, but somehow it obscures your vision. Your lens gets slanted and twisted just a little, then maybe a little bit more until you're seeing everything through a dark murky lens that Jesus never intended for you. And instead of adding clarity, it just obscures your vision more. As I mentioned, my daughter had a vision only a few weeks ago of the pupil of an eye and a drop of inky black started to spread across it. Maybe it was squid ink. This word definitely brought to mind the show Squid Game. The very cells of my body recoiled from that show, so I never watched it and I can't speak in detail about it. But I know enough to know that it was a show all about deception. It involved luring people into a so-called game that led to them descending into brutality and the deepest horrors of the human nature. From my understanding, it was a very twisted, confusing show. And I've noticed that Hollywood has been putting out an increasing amount of shows and movies that have that feel to them. There is this twisted, gaslighty feel that sets your spirit jangling with the wrongness of it all. I was really struck by that when I watched the movie Never Look Up. It felt as though I was being spun in circles and twisted and turned, and all the while the enemy was grinning. Have you felt that? If I'm honest, perhaps engaging with a lot of these movies and shows is, in fact, squid engagement, and perhaps a thing that we should not be doing. As I spoke about in episode 3, if the Lord is stirring the waters to clarify our vision, the enemy is stirring the waters to make them murky, to blind us. Every child of Yahweh is at risk of the corruption that comes from trying to grab the squid. All through the Bible we see the children of God getting corrupted by trying to grab the squid, so to speak, chasing power, chasing knowledge. King Solomon's a prime example. I get the sense that his vast intellect took him down many rabbit holes that clearly ended up leading him straight into the temples of the enemy. He married the enemy by the hundreds, and their gods totally corrupted him. It probably started out as curiosity. He wanted to know more, and look where it got him. A week ago, I received another picture with another word, and for the first time it's a word that, to my knowledge, does not exist yet. I heard the word trilocution. The word locution is a specific kind of speech. It's a particular form of expression, or a very specific phrasing that might have to do with a specific context you're in, maybe a regional dialect or saying a phrase that's only used in a certain part of town by a certain subset of people. Interestingly, it's also a term used by the Catholic Church to mean what we might mean by a prophetic word. The only word I could think of that had locution in it was circumlocution, and that means to kind of dance around something, to talk vaguely around it so that you're not speaking directly and clearly about it. You might say that circumlocution is squid ink. It's an obfuscation. 
Meanwhile, try means three. And I can't tell you for sure what all this means, but I will tell you that my immediate sense was that this was a warning around the deliberate employment of confusion with regards to the doctrine of the Trinity. The Lord's been speaking to me about that for a while now. It's more prevalent than you think. And so I believe we're being called to get really clear on the revealed things of God, especially the basics like his Trinitarian nature. The Lord very firmly linked this word that I'm giving you right now to the book of 1 John in the Bible. He has been having me study and memorize that book for the past four years or so. It's been side by side with my prophetic training. And I know why this book really clearly addresses how to differentiate between the false and the real, the truth and a lie. It gets you really clear and really anchored on the main message of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it warns that in the last days, that is exactly what we're going to be up against. All of hell rising up in their power to create confusion, delusion, and false truths around the nature of our God through every kind of spiritual trickery. John 4, test the spirits. By this you recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus has actually come in the flesh as a man is from God, and every spirit that doesn't is antichrist. 1 John 2, 22, 23. Who is the liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ? This is antichrist, the one who refuses to acknowledge the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father. Did you know that there is a One World Religion Center being built? I think it's slated to be done next year sometime. And they call it the Abrahamic Family House. And the narrative will be, it's all the same God. That all these religions are worshipping the very same God. While the Trinity has been attacked for 2,000 years now, I believe that these deceptions are going to come in new and very powerful forms. Perhaps archaeologists are going to find quote-unquote evidence that denies Jesus' testimony in some way, and they'll say that science proves it. Follow the science, they'll say. Or maybe some beautiful or seemingly powerful beings will arrive with a new kind of gospel. Along with the word trilocution, I got a picture of a beautiful alien face. It was female and she was cowled in a deep hood, and around the perimeter of the hood was superimposed the picture of one of those textbook diagrams of an atom with the electron moving around its ring. But because the symbol ringed her hood, her loose hood, it took the shape of a rounded triangle, and that triangular shape was really highlighted to me. It's hard to explain, but in that moment, it was bringing together alien deception, scientific deception, and Trinitarian deception all at once in my spirit. That was a lot. I know it was a lot. It was a lot for me, and I can't for the life of me think of a way to boil this down and distill it into a simpler message apart from this. Don't grab the squid. Don't grab the squid. Don't try to know thy enemy to the extent that your vision becomes obscured. Don't try to grab the darkness by the tentacles. You will just get inked. This is how you know thy enemy, by grasping 
the God who is light. That's also found in 1 John. By his light, everything you need to know is laid bare and is revealed. 1 John 2.8 says, The darkness is clearing away and the true light is already shining. I, for one, have been learning to see in the dark. It's as if the Lord's given me a kind of night vision that I never had before. Where the enemy used to sneak up on me, he has not been finding it quite so easy these days. Because I've been given the ultimate lie detector, and so have you. We have the ultimate teacher of light. We have the Holy Spirit. Again, in 1 John 2.27, As for you, the anointing of the Holy Spirit which you received from him is permanently in you, and so you have no need of anyone to teach you. The Holy Spirit teaches you about all things, what is true and what is a lie. And so grab the Lord with both fists and hold on tight. There are murky waters ahead, like you wouldn't believe, but he will dispel the darkness. He'll make the way clear. That word was interestingly timely. I just listened to it and uh, it's funny is, is legitimately like maybe an hour ago I was scrolling through stuff about information about what's happening in the world and like I had this like sense of like fear, which I almost never get with this stuff. I'm usually just like, oh yeah, like I know it's coming, it's good to pay attention, kind of see so you're not blindsided. But then like I had that sense of fear and I was like, this is nonsense, this ain't right. And uh, it's funny because then you go and speak about like, stop trying to grab the squid. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's probs a good idea to maybe uh, go through and purge some accounts that I'm following again so that I'm not overwhelming myself with uh, the wrong stuff. If you want to interact with any of these episodes, if the Lord has spoken to you about similar things, then I really want to hear about it. This podcast has an Instagram account over at Mildly Prophetic. I'll put that in the show notes. If you hop over there, you can share the things you've seen and heard. You can ask me questions. Basically, you can add your breadcrumbs to mine. And if we gather them all up, then what a feast it'll be.